Welcome to Real Weddings with Sarah. I'm Sarah Kennedy from Irish Wedding Blog, one of Ireland's leading sources for wedding inspiration, advice and support. Real Weddings with Sarah brings you an inside snoop of some of Ireland's best loved personalities and celebrity weddings. Join me as I indulge on all of the wedding goss. I'm joined today by a very special guest. For many of us, you would have um, grown up with Keith Walsh across your airways from Spin 1038 to 2FM. And he's very kindly had me in studio just over a year ago. Um, we were talking about weddings on the Jennifer Zemparelli show. But today we're swapping seats. So I'm going to be chatting to Keith about his very own wedding. But outside of broadcasting, Keith has become a social media sensation. And that is as a result of his humour, his open and honesty, and in particular, his advocacy for mental health. During COVID-19 lockdown, he took to the stage to live stream his debut play, Pure Mental. Plus, he has his podcast, The Keith Walsh Podcast. So that's very memorable. You'll definitely be able to find that one. But in the last few weeks, he's taken to his colouring pencils to customise and custom make cards that can save any marriage. My favourite being bollocks, I forgot to bring out the bins. Although in my house it would be bollocks, I forgot to close the press doors, the fridge door and the front door in general. Keith, you are so, so welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, sir. You're very good. That's, um, that's, uh, are you talking with me? Were you talking with me there? That is you, uh, apparently. <laughs> that's my obituary. <laughs> <laughs> we just need I to get a, you a good picture I, to go with that. I had a that. good career. It was good. Thanks it was very a good much, run. everybody. We had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm handing over the baton to Sarah. Good luck with it. Keith. Yes. So we're here to talk about real weddings. Right, yeah. And, and you know, you're such a campaigner for, for weddings as... Well, weddings are my thing. Yeah. Uh, it's your niche. I, I it's your niche. Everybody should get married. Don't live together until you're married, kids. That's that's what the bishop told me to tell you today. Yeah, because you see, you don't find out all the all the bad stuff until you're actually married. Yeah, Press wait. doors left get open. Mar- yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you celebrated your 15-year anniversary recently. Mm. Talk to us about 15 years. Going back, what was your wedding like? Um, Our wedding was... It was a great day. It was, I mean, it was, it was, a, we, we, we had a great time. It was, we were very much at that age and that time in our life about all about the party. So it was a massive session big, with all our friends. Big knees up. Yeah. And then at one point we were in a church, I think. Oh yeah, that thing. That was kind of. The legal that, party. That, that's that all the very blurry and vaguey, but the party was absolutely <laughs> excellent from what I remember. Did you go big or did you go and keep it like an, a small intimate wedding? Um, it was big enough, like we big enough numbers, but 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 saying big was probably like 120, 130 people. I don't know if that's probably not that yeah, big. Yeah, that's going to be a normal big? size yeah. for this side of the country. Yeah. Yeah. What do yeah. you mean this side of the country? Well, because if you the the more west you go, the bigger the wedding gets. Oh, right. So you're packing in a good five hundred. I did not know the that. more the the further west you go. Okay, so it was a good nice size. It was new, a good Leinster wedding. Kildare wedding. Yeah, solid um, Leinster. Yeah. Yeah, we had about one hundred and thirty, and then it was like we. I remember my wife being very. My wife bought her dress in Monsoon in London. We were over in London wow. for a weekend. I don't think we went to buy the dress specifically. And were we you with be... her when she bought the dress? Yeah. You yeah. saw it before? Yeah. She said it'd be a bit controversial now for back 15 years ago. Probably, yeah. I didn't really think about it at the time. But she. So she saw a dress in the window of Monsoon. I think. I don't. Because this is kind of 
kind of before online shopping and stuff. Yeah. And it was like a hundred pounds or something. She was like, that's it. Didn't even like, you know, the way normally you'd have to make Oh yeah, it. there's like a big, like the getting well, the dress is a big, it. like it's an event. You're yeah. going, you're booking in, you're getting champagne. If we were on Say Yes to the Rest, the, the show would have lasted about a minute. <laughs> or she would have went, yeah, that's it. And it wouldn't even have said yes, it would have been, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she saw a dress at Monsoon. And what she did then was she spent her money on a pair of shoes. She got Jimmy Choo shoes. Fair. Uh, and a hundred pounds on the dress. I don't know how much on the shoes. And then she kind of accessorized herself. She kind That's of just uh, blinged it up a little bit and uh, made a little crown out of out of flowers for herself. And yeah, she looked gorgeous. Yeah. That's lovely. And what did you do? Uh, I got myself a suit. I think I went to Hugo Boss and I might have gotten an Armani suit. Oh, Jesus. Uh, but I bought I bought it off the peg and then had it slightly altered. Altered and tailored. Um, and myself, my best man, uh, my cousin, John, we kind of got the same suit, you know. So, um, yeah, it was good. It was good. I love it. And do... You know, every time you, you know, have your wedding anniversary, would people remind like, you know, people that have been at the wedding, would they come up and say something particular that they remember about the day to you? We, we're not very good with the anniversary, to be no, honest. No, you don't celebrate you. it? We don't really go all out. There's not a thing. It's like because, as I said to my wife, every day is our, we celebrate every day together. <laughs> <laughs> So we don't need an anniversary. It's 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 oh, every day is a celebration you, that we're together. I can just hear so many people now going, Keith, <laughs> you're ruining the present. You're ruining the annual present. The one time that we, we have to get a present on a car. We car, normally realise it. it's our anniversary when my sister Anya, t- she, she WhatsApps in the morning. She's always the first. And I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> I can't pretend now that I, t- today, I this year I made a card. I hand drew a card. Well, you see, now you have now thing. you have something that's, that's exactly. But your yeah, anniversaries aren't huge. Um, yeah. We well, ce- I suppose we two kids later, you kind of they get less important. Yeah, like, and and I know it probably sounds like a man thing to say, but I I just it's I don't know I just I don't I just don't know if it's a thing anniversaries, yeah. you know. That's um, fair. I just love every day that we're together. That's beautiful. <laughs> she told me recently she was allergic to flowers. So I stopped buying her flowers. So. Well, look, you so don't no want you don't want a reaction. There's no, Zero. There's no romance. So, so everybody, this is what fifteen years of marriage looks like. Just, but do you I'll know, leave but, that to sit. <laughs> but you see, when we got married, we were different people. Like fifteen years yeah. later, you're just different people, and like your not that your priorities are like. It's not that things change that you're not still. Like the person I married, she's not the person I married, and that's a positive. Yeah, and I think that's what that's where like a lot of marriages get. You're in love get. over and over again all the time, aren't you? Well, I would say so. Like I look back, I married six years, and I look back to who we were then to who we are now, and we've had two kids, and we are very different people. And I think sometimes when you're faced with the challenges and you have to grow up, and you of course you mature naturally every year. You just appreciate the person a little bit more. It's not like you still have this, you know, the first time you met this wow and this excitement. But I think your respect, your respect grows, I suppose, deeper. Mm. Does that make any sense? It does, because like some and you grow at different, different things happen at different stages. And you're not always like you're not always together on the exact same path, you know, so it's so you can kind of go away and then come back together again and go away and come back and and you learn new things about each other and. And, and, you know, it's just, it's it's like, I think marriage is, you know, it's it's just constantly evolving yeah. uh, experience, you know. And, and I think if it wasn't, it'd be pretty miserable, you know. And I think that's where a lot of people, they're 
their expectations about how marriage should be and the success of marriage go completely over their head is because they expect everybody to be the exact same mm. that the person that they met back maybe 10 years ago when it's actually, if you're still stuck in that place 10 years ago, who are you? You haven't progressed. You often hear it said, like, levelled at people, you're not the person I married. And I would take to be with the person <laughs> I married. I'd take for my wife to be with the person she married because I was a bit of a tit back then. Do you know what I mean? I, I was mean. immature. I was silly. I yeah. was, you know, I've, I've learned a lot about life. Uh, I hopefully have improved as a person. And, you know, we, we learn together. Uh, I heard somebody say something really, it really struck me as, it made a lot of sense. And some people look at marriage as some sort of, um, you know, you're, you, oh, you're the, the ball and chain, you're tied down, all this kind of stuff. Marriage is actually, it um, it's actually gives you the freedom. Yeah, I to agree. To be who you need to be within a relationship because you've said, and this doesn't mean that if you get married, you have to stick with it. But for for some people, it means that you can have a blazing row and say, you shouldn't really say terrible, but sometimes you might say terrible things. But you f have the freedom to say that and kind of know in the back of your mind that they're not going to leave because exactly. you're married. You know, that the security, you know I, mean? I, I do. There's and a little like bit of free. There's, uh, there's actually freedom in marriage. Now it's that time of the podcast for Cool Finds. Cool Finds, Cool Finds. Cool Finds. Got a cool find for you. Cool Finds, yes. Bring it on. So wed tech, wed as wed in tech. wedding, tech yes. as in technology, wed tech. Wed technology, yeah. Yeah. So basically, Ruth, in my day, back in the day, when you were planning a wedding, mm. it was Excel spreadsheets, notebooks, post-its, highlighters, the works. Yeah, scrolling on the wall. And God forbid if you lost that, your wedding planning kaput. Yeah. It's what you do. You bring it all online, is it? Yep. Oh, right. So there's a couple of companies that offer a service. It's an app. So there's um, the Wed Prep app and there's also Wedding Avocado. There's a few different players. Also Maposa do them as well. You can have your own wedding website with them. But basically it centralises all of your budget planning. Some you can do your table plan. You can bring in all your suppliers. You can manage your whole wedding from these apps and some give discounts as well. So you can just basically plan everything in one succinct place. It's all in a cloud. You don't need to worry about it. You can set yourself reminders. There's so much to it. And you can actually shop for suppliers within a lot of the apps as well. Oh, so it's a, really right. Good. So br just bring it all centralised so you don't have books and notepads and everything hanging around the place. Yeah. Okay. And then you can both have access to the to the app. So both right. of you know where the project is at at any given stage, which every it successful project. project knows about. Yeah. And um, you just have it all there. And particularly if you do a wedding website through some of them that have that facility, you can put all your guest information on it. So it's ah. all there. So name those apps for us again. So you've got Wed Prep. Which Wait. is brought to you by WeddingSuppliers.ie. Yeah. You have um, Wedding Avocado. Okay, Wedding Avocado. And you also can use Maposa. Maposa. M-A-P-O-S-A. So bring in all of your, your, your organisation online onto apps. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it sounds like a better idea than being really dull. Yeah. But now, to be fair, I do like a nice book because it's nice to scribble, but it's nice to put your scribble somewhere safe that won't get lost. True. Yeah. Okay. Cool finds. Cool wed finds. Yeah. Save your time. Save your time. Cool finds and wed tech. Like if you think about when you used to live with your friends, say when you were in college or whichever way you used to do it, you would have rows with those people and they're your friends. So you get over it pretty quickly and you're all grand again. And I think the thing about it is, particularly when I look at, say, when, say, myself and Owen will have a row. 
like to be honest, we don't row too much, but when we do, it's you know, it's it's built up. It's always something to do with something that it has nothing to do with as usual. But when we actually go through it, everything's fine and everything's grand. But to your point, it's that security net. And I think the the component there is it's the there's the respect, but the friendship side. And that is, I think, the only way you can lose your head with someone and not feel like you're walking on eggshells and having to tiptoe around them is because there's a solid friendship there. And I think there's so many people that get into marriage thinking that they don't see it as a friendship and a, and a mutual independence as well. Mm. They think that you have to be joined by the hip all of the time. But in fact, that's what can crush a marriage because you can't physically sit beside each other 24-7. You know, you have to ha- be able to have your independence. And a lot of the guests that we've had on that they've pretty much said the, the key to their success in their marriage is that, you know, they've, they've never lost their independence mm. with that. And I think, you know, you've had this, you have this massive, huge career that takes you you know, into all sorts of unsociable hours. You've got, you know, two two kids, very demanding, I can imagine, lots of different schedules going. And Susanna's just launched her business now as well. Yep. So Nearly sisters. Check nearly sisters and beautiful gift sets. And it's just, you can see that's just completely made with care. So there's, there's all of this different support network that you have to, to bring to the table to each other. And I suppose that's probably one of the biggest hurdles is being selfless and not even thinking about it. So, for example with my husband he may want to go and do pursue um something that he really wants to do he loves golf right now i don't belittle golf i don't think it's big or small but i have to you, you know put up with it. I, I put up with mm. it but also i'm encouraging of it yeah, because of course, it makes yeah. him happy yeah. um and on the flip side i packed in my job there recently to go and start my own business and he's basically said yeah that makes you happy go for it so like w- when we think of those monumental hurdles keith do you have do you have are there have there been significant moments for you without being too personal that um that have been fundamental kind of shapeshifters of your marriage or ones that made you stand back and go wow I really do have that person in my life that is there no matter what um yeah like constantly all the time you know but but you said about being selfless because it's important that the other person might need to be selfish for a little while mm-hmm. and it might need to be all about them for a little while. Do you know what I mean? And that's kind of like, that's the give and take is that, and like we almost, I'd almost say to my wife, well, look, it's just about you now for, for now, you know, and everything else can is whatever I need to do. Like when I worked on breakfast radio and for the, for the guts of 20 years, well, my daughter's 17 and she's just turning 18. So every, so all of her life I've worked in Breakfast Radio, which is a huge impact on on um on life. And especially last year when the breakfast show finished up on two FM and I felt you know, I felt like I felt bad, like I hit I didn't hit rock bottom, but I felt pretty devastated about it because I felt it as a as a kind of a rejection. I mean ultimately it wasn't. It was just these things happen, you know. But at the time I felt and I think over the last year, like I've really realized what we have as a couple and what we have in our marriage and because of the support I got and and like I've learned so I've like I'm looking back on the it's funny because I'm looking back on the last 19 years or 18 years and going I just was I sleepwalking you know I'm only kind of I feel like I've only opened my eyes and and now I'm looking at Suzanne going we you kind of you were in charge of everything weren't you (laughs) You made sure everything was all right and everyone was okay, and I kind of slept walked through it. And you know, you re- I really do, a, especially this year. I was like, wow. 
And that's why I feel like with her business and what she's doing, I'm like, okay, this is, I owe all this to you now. This is, this it's is, your, her, it's this her is turn. your turn. This is your time. But I'm, and I'm, I'm not even saying that it's your turn because she was also working. She was a mother. She, you know, she put up with me and, and my job and me saying, well, look, we need to, I need to be in bed at this hour and I need to be up at this hour and actually just being constantly wrecked. Yeah. You know, she did an awful lot, but so now it's just kind of about her for a while. But yeah, like, especially now this year, like I've really, really realised, you know, just what we have and how lucky I am, you know. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, sometimes it does take a little bit of a, I wouldn't, is it a rude awakening almost for you to go, oh God, I really do. I am surrounded by the best people in the world. I've really made the good, the right choices with who I've partnered with in life. Yeah, there is like because you can like I would have felt maybe and we would have had arguments slash discussions, chats about, uh, you know, where I would have felt like I, for some reason I felt like she might have been married to me because of my job or what I did. You know, I had it's I, I, I think I got very confused with who I was and what my job was. And I thought that my job was me and that was the be all and end all. And that's that was it was very you know, I've learned a lot since in the last year that a job is a job and your life is your life and you need to get the balance right. But I, I was very confused. And so I so there was a there was a period where I was unsure of what, you know, what was going on because I felt that she mightn't love me because I'd lost my job and mm-hmm. which isn't true, but it just created this weird feeling uh uh, and, which and, we got over, you know, and and and, and how how do you like with with conflict in mind, and obviously you you know always, you know, with that scenario that you've just wrapped up there it was very clear that it was it was your own it was your own oh, was love me. for yourself that yeah, that yeah. was challenged, not necessarily hers, you know. But like, how do you overcome conflict? Well, I think listening is the big thing. I mean, I I I started going to therapy this year, so I'm still learning. Uh, about how do you overcome conflict? Uh, I'm still like, would yourself <laughs> and Suzanne learning. know and recognize? Okay, we 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 are in we we're really annoyed with each other here. Do you have a system of of sorting it out? Do you have any kind of rules around? Not around really. That? Like, I mean, I, I've heard people say, "No, we don't go to bed on a row." And I think you see, there's there's the row, and then there's the war. You know, there's the, the there's the battle, and then there's the war. So you can have an ongoing thing that needs to get sorted, or you can have ongoing difficulties in in what one person is feeling about themselves but but they're reflect they're they're basically like I was feeling one way about myself but I was putting it on Suzanne as if it was her but it wasn't and so so you can have little arguments but ultimately this kind of ongoing war needs to be sorted out so you can you don't go to bed on a row necessarily but do you know what it is I've learned about process mm-hmm. so so I've learned about working through stuff and you might not get to the bottom of something straight away or you might not it might not be apparent what the problem is but if you stick with it maybe take a step back maybe take a few days off maybe try and take a break from from life and 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 do something like go away together and chat or or you know it's a process you yeah. know and and trust in the process and trust you know as as that you know you trust in who you were when you met and how far you've come and that you will get through, you will get through it, and it's a process. And but you both have to keep working hard on it and questioning everything. So I mean, there might have been a period where I thought it was Suzanne, 
you know, she didn't love me anymore, and but it was actually me, and I needed to work through that. But it, just, it took me time to figure that out. Um, so she didn't know why I was angry at her. I didn't know why I was angry at her. I, I wasn't angry at the right person. Do you know? So yeah, it, it just and that's it. You always you kind of you, you take it out on the person that's closest to course, you. Yeah, you know, and 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 that can be tough. And are there things that you do? So conflict aside, but are there things that you and Suzanne would do to ensure that? you know, you get your time together and that you make time for each other and that you have a happy, healthy marriage? Um, we could be better, I think. And I think we're starting to get better. Uh, but yeah, there's, we, we just have a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of chats where, you know, if you've resolved something, we just say, we just need to spend more time. We need more quality time, you know. And we never quite get around to it. But but you see, the thing is now the kids are getting older and we just... So it gets a little bit easier. By virtue yeah. of the fact that they're getting older and... Like Finn spends a lot of time in the skate park or Anna is, so she's nearly 18 now. So she's, she, you know, she's a busy life herself. So you just end up with a lot of time together. You don't necessarily have to make the time. And we used to be very, like we, uh, in you know, in our in our 15 years of marriage, we've, we'd, we'd always have nights out and uh, we like a good, a good night out, a good yeah. session, good, we'd go to festivals, go to, Go to London, go, you know, so yeah. we were, we'd always, Make the time. Yeah, we'd always do stuff together. And we, we would, like, we, I know Suzanne would turn around and say, I, I need a good blowout, I need a good, you know. That's not rude, by the way, anyone sniggering. <laughs> she, I need a good night out, you know. <laughs> she might need that too. <laughs> yeah, well, it could be part of it, I don't know. It could be part of it, I don't know of course. <laughs> whoever, she, whoever these men are that she goes out with, uh, whatever happens between them, that's between them, you know. Look, that's Suzanne's life and that's we shouldn't really be bringing yeah. it up, you know. <laughs> So I suppose there's a lot of couples that'll be tuning into this. They're about to go on the road of marriage or they're in marriage at the moment. What parting advice would you give to couples just about to embark on their on their path to getting married? Um, I think huge. I think what we, a lot of what we talked about is space and independence and realise that you're not going to be, you're not, it's not like you're becoming one person. You're, you're two people setting off on a journey and it's not like marriage isn't the end of something it's the start of something and have an open mind as to where you might end up and don't whatever you felt like this was going to be or life was going to be or how you know whatever your preconceptions are just leave them at the at the altar or in the hotel or wherever at, at, at the residence bar and just be open to all possibilities and don't be upset if it's not what you thought it was going to be because it might be going down a road that you're you weren't expecting, but that could be that could be better, you know. So just just be be open. That's super advice, Keith. Thank you so so much. Um, you can catch Keith's podcast, the Keith Walsh podcast, on all good app stores. In all good podcast and all shops. good podcast shops <laughs> out in the high street. Um, just wear a mask when you go in to get it. <laughs> Keith, thanks so much for joining us. We really thanks, appreciate thanks you being me, so Sarah. open with us, and uh, best of luck with all the new projects. Great, thank, thank you. you. Thanks for listening to Real Weddings with Sarah. Thanks to producer Ruth Devaney, voiceover extraordinaire Phil Colley, and Pink Champagne Wedding Band for our Cool Finds jingle. Join me next week where we will be chatting to another top guest to get the scoop about their wedding day and married life. Until then, you can find me at Irish Wedding Blog on social media channels.